Hey everybody, this is Jack. This is Veronica. Ebola. <laughs> this is Andrew, and welcome back to the only podcast that matters. <laughs> if you haven't guessed it, we're going to talk about medical stuff and yes. specifically Ebola because it's, it's Ebola. <laughs> I love that. Fuck. I was I was just saying that Jack before the show sh- the sto- bleh, the show started because see I I have Ebola I'm gonna die diarrhea of the mouth <laughs> <laughs> medical um, quarantine bitch yeah right <laughs> everyone went to that joke where it, it sounds like the Ricola commercials but there's a radio station over here the Rat that every morning the morning show uses a a uh, a sounder. Before they do their Ebola update, which they actually give you real news, they tell you like, "Oh, this guy is quarantined. This person died. This whatever's going on." But the sound that's about have- everybody covering everybody <laughs> in the U.S. has been ter- ter- <laughs> stuck with Ebola. <laughs> but this the, one's this, dead. This one's in a quarantine. This right? one's okay. This, yeah, but uh, the sounder it, it does the whole Ricola joke, and then it's like from the mountains of Liberia. For a horrible death, try Ebola. Now, because I don't listen to this radio station, do they have like, it just like, they just press the Ebola button and it just like, somebody's talking mid-sentence, and I think that Ebola, like just <laughs> no. to be an asshole, that would make it so much better. No, just it, out of nowhere. It's a segment. Break they the tension, made- like you get the heated debate. <laughs> Ebola. That'd be, That'd be awesome. Great. No, it's, it's a segment. They actually have a segment in the morning about it, but that's hilarious. <laughs> You know what I think? Ebola. <laughs> Stop it with a fucking Ebola button. That'd be Use the awesome. Button afterwards. Right? Now, we'll turn to our, our, our handy dandy nurse over here. Yeah. Um, what is Ebola? It's a virus. It kills you. It makes you bleed out. Okay. Of every orifice of your body. Okay. It's now, metal. For those of yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> it's like a Death Clock concert. <laughs> <laughs> they put that in the sh- they put that in the steam machine. Hey, we gotta write a song called Ebola. That sounds great. Wow, Ebola. <laughs> so, it's a virus, which means conventional medicine will not help you. Like most viruses, you catch, you just have to kind of wait it out. Unfortunately. And has it mutated from what it originally was? And like they don't even know. Yeah, because they because we don't have it over here. Yeah. Ebola comes from bats. Fruit bats, specifically. From stupid motherfuckers who eat bats in Africa. <laughs> Just like rabies <laughs> over here, because the bats over here have rabies. They're carriers. The rabies actually doesn't affect them. They just have it in their system. Just like they say, we all of us have cancer. You need something to trigger it. Bats have... Oh, really? I never heard that. I've heard that all my God. Whether it's true or not is a different story, but I've heard that all I'm my saying, life. saying, go find a fucking chicken, though. Leave the bats alone. Go find a chicken. They eat goats over there, babe. Oh, I can't. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even. But yeah, the, the, it comes from motherfuckers hunting fruit bats, flying foxes, and eating them. And digesting the Ebola, which there are birds there Ebola. that can do that too? Or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do that throughout the show. They have the Ebola. <laughs> Go hunt a fucking ostrich, motherfucker. They got a long enough neck. Chop that shit off. <laughs> but, it, it, but yeah, they eat bats. They... they ingest the Ebola virus, and the Ebola virus says, fuck this, I love this host. And they then eat you die. bats. They eat really? bats. Yes, they eat bats. Like Ozzy Osbourne's wet dream. Sound, I mean, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I mean, I get it. Every culture... I don't. <laughs> every culture is different. You gotta, you gotta use what you got in front of you. What they don't... Of, fucking protein comes from bat, though. Africa's KFC. <laughs> Good night, folks. 
God KFB. Damn it. KFB. Kentucky Fried it's Bag. Like, Kenya you know, Fried Bag. Neither of you saw Anchorman 2. No. <laughs> Where uh, Champ, after years and he's gone, buys a uh, Champ's like uh, chicken house or whatever, and they sell bats. Like He's like, what do you do? He's like... Rod picks up Ron Burgundy, Will Ferrell's character, picks up the bat. He's like, is this a bat? And then, like, a bat flies through the restaurant. He's like, you know what they're called, Rod? They're like the chicken of the cave. Nobody calls it that, champ. <laughs> they're like the chicken of the cave. <laughs> you have to call it, like, LFB, Liberia Fried Bat. <laughs> Kenya Fried Bat. Oh Wait a minute. God. You've been selling these people chicken. You've been selling the bats all along. You think it's chicken? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yes. Motherfuckers eat bats. And get the Ebola virus. Do they virus. get like the double stacker bat sandwich? <laughs> no, they get the uh, the what, what was that thing that KFC made? The fucking uh, where it was just like two pieces of meat. That's what I mean. <laughs> the double stacker. Yeah, it's just two bats with cheese in the middle of it. Goat cheese because yeah. that's all they got over there. Oh uh, God, we're sorry, Africa as a continent. I'm going to hell. <laughs> They're not going to hear. No. <laughs> so too busy dying for people. <laughs> now. Normal qu- quarantine protocols. <laughs> you started this with KFC We're bats. We're hate mail. We're getting so much hate uh, mail. It's towards the end. We'll be, off the, we'll be off the internet in a few weeks. <laughs> oh my god. Going out with a bang. Fuck yeah. that shit. Now this is... In all seriousness, this is a seriously scary fucking disease. Seriously, oh, of course scary it is. fucking yeah. virus. What is it? 50% mortality rate? I'm higher. Or higher? Yeah. Like, motherfuckers... They got their entire suit on. They got their entire hazmat suit on. And when they walk into the quarantine zone, they bleach their booties. The, they the little fucking the, yeah, the little because yeah. yeah, it's on they the have floor. A bleach spray. Oh, they, they, they oh, see, I only it's see a spray because I've only seen them like walk up to the bucket, dunk their fucking shoes in it, and then keep walking. No, like they're, they're bleaching themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this shit's serious. Yeah. Um, so. Nurses and doctors go over there to try and help these people because obviously there's no healthcare system whatsoever, and it is a massive disease, and they don't, pretty much they don't want yeah. spreading to the rest of the world. And they had this what forty years ago, back in the seventies. Like they was had, it? there was Ebola in Africa, and it was contained. And the U.S. was like, "Well, it's never going to come here, so I don't really need to like worry about it." <laughs> yeah, like sudden, else. three months ago, yeah, somebody gets Ebola from bat sandwiches, <laughs> and now yeah, it's our problem. Well, Start eating bats. <laughs> they were comparing it to AIDS recently. About the AIDS outbreak in the eighties, they were actually comparing it. Mm. Yeah, but that's a different. It's, a, it's an entirely different animal. Like hey, AIDS is an autoimmune disease where you can technically survive. Honestly, if you get if you get AIDS, AIDS doesn't kill you. You should all know this. But how do like three thousand people all of a sudden get Ebola? Like, are they? Yeah, like it's because not, it's it's not it's, an airborne disease. It's an airborne. It was but a buffet day at the, <laughs> <laughs> the KFC. Come on. God damn it. Fucking- Come on down to Bats. <laughs> Bats Bat more. Fest. Yeah. On the, was- on the border of Liberia. And- <laughs> yeah, wherever. It was Fruit Bat oh, Day. Marcus is serving it up. God damn it. Is this what happens when you get sick? Oh Veronica has Ebola. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I don't know where it, because it, yes, it's not airborne, but it is bloodborne and mucus and fluid. So in a country, or well, also like Africa is notorious, well, it's, it, AIDS is rampant in certain parts of Africa. There's certain parts of Africa that are just so underdeveloped. They don't know about. Yeah, they're ignorant. You know, they're completely yeah, they, ignorant. They don't know about like sexually transmitted diseases. They don't know about this shit. So when people go over to help them, they're like, oh, that's what I have. Oh, gee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's brutal. It's it's ruthless out there. I mean, there's people there's uh, there's warlords out there. Warlords, still. yes, that's what I was like. Warlords and people literally rape is 
it's awful. So I mean, there's there's no it, like it, it, it's not it's sad because like you can't say that. Oh, it's it's the black people. It's not black people. There's all kinds of colorful no, people. No, it's over just there. the environment they live in. Yeah, it's it's, just... it's it's an underdeveloped area of the world that yeah. doesn't have top not medical fa- or any medical medical yeah. facilities to recognize what's going on. Yeah. And motherfuckers, and there's not the hygiene is definitely not the same on par with ours, England's, than the rest of the developed yeah, countries. I mean, they have flies flying all over them. They have like, yeah, it's just it, it's it's completely like underdeveloped. Yeah. That's the best word. It's terrible. It is, and and that's but what you were saying. How, well, like three thousand people get sick with it. Like they're not. It's not airborne. So like, how does it get? Well, think of it this way. It, it, it's almost like you you can relate it to zombies because it's it's a it's a bloodborne. It's a it's a Liquid born pathogen, right, Veronica? Droplet. That's so where, that's where it would be technically. Now one person gets sick, and the first symptoms, from what I've read, are flu-like. What are you doing when you have flu-like symptoms? You're sneezing, you're coughing, you're, you're snotty nose, you're sneezing in your hand, and you're touching something. Person puts their same hand down, and, and they have a cut on their hand. It's even through sweat, or through sweat, or kissing. It's it's all that kind of stuff. And you can get it from a dead body after. Because it remains the body, it, the virus buried. remains active for I don't know how many days, maybe I think up to a week after death. Yeah. So, so all right, maybe they did realize. Oh, this person so you can't sick. bury the person. Burn we, that bitch. You burn the body. <laughs> burn the bitch. I told you, like zombies, you burn the body. It, it's sad, but they don't have the medical facilities like we do. So Proper they were just like, oh, that person's sick. Let's move his dead body. They pick up a fucking dead body that has Ebola on it. They've got a fucking cut on their finger. Guess what? They've got Ebola now. Not even they, that. Like, they just touch and then they well, go eat they, yeah, something. Because the pores and stuff like that. <laughs> well, the pore, the skin, this, your skin stops a hell of a lot of viruses and a hell of a lot of dirt and grime. But if you get a cut, the whole thing, you know, that whole infection part, that's essentially what it is. But say that they don't have a cut and they just touched the person and now they're going to go eat a meal. So now they're sitting there. They, they don't have proper hand washing skills or abilities. So skills clean, or abilities. They don't have clean the- water to actually do hand washing with proper soap. They don't know how long to wash their hands. And now you're eating probably with your hands. So you're basically ingesting the virus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a- uh, that makes sense. Okay. Then. It, it's just because they're underdeveloped. Because like- I, I didn't understand, like, if it's not airborne, then what exactly is... Getting three thousand people sick, an underdeveloped country yeah. that doesn't all, have the proper yeah. tools yeah. to it all proper boils hygiene down to sanitation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's why that and then, and then that was the big thing. Like, how many people have caught it over here? Like, how many people have come to America that have actually had it? I can remember five. I think I remember, I think in the summer mm-hmm. there was one person who went to Atlanta, and there was another person who Texas obviously Texas. had it. Yeah, Texas, Texas had, had it. it with the guy who came in. He was working in Liberia and. Went through he all the lived. checkpoints and clear. No, he didn't. He died. The but- oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, he was the first died. one. Who, he's the only one who's died here. And then the nurse that was helping he, him he died. He avoided all the whole like, oh, I'm fine. I, I you know, nothing. I, I wasn't working. He, I think he lied to the people in customs. He was coming back and he didn't like, say where he was coming from. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it was uh, so he came in contact with like a hundred people or something, and then there was another nurse. There were two nurses. people who got it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what? Two or three died. One, just the only one, guy. one in the U.S. Everybody else has lived. Which is that first guy who came back who didn't uh, go through? Who told people? Uh, uh, well, who about what about that guy that uh, the, the black man? That's who we're talking about. He died. He Duncan. Died. Yes, mm-hmm. Duncan. Okay, because he was too late in this in the cycle. The other ones were because they're blaming they're blaming the hospital. Yeah, well, and they're the family's getting money from the hospital. They for just that. settled. They just settled. yeah. That's what I mean. 
Um, and, and and that's like recently within the last month, um, Governor Christie and Governor Cuomo from New York and New Jersey, because we have the biggest airports coming from that area. Yeah, a here. week after I came back in, from Florida at Newark. That's when we heard that like there was somebody coming into New York who might have Ebola like symptoms. Yeah, so, but like that one, the two governors just turned around and said, "Now there's a 21 day quarantine for anyone coming from that area of the world." I'm sorry, I agree with them. Me, there's nothing to be sorry about. It's the right damn thing to do. But that led to the bitch, oh. the fucking cunt, the fucking nurse yeah. that came home who shouldn't who, be held to that standard. Fuck you. She is an ultimate disgrace to her fucking profession. And as another nurse, it infuriates me. How dare you? You're supposed to be protecting your patients and, and society as a that's nurse. breaking an oath, right? Isn't yeah, you breaking take your, the right a medical oath, oath that you, yeah. And this is what this is what you do. And you're a blatant bitch about it. You ride your bike in front of the media going, "Hey guys, I'm not listening. You're destroying my basic human rights. I can't sit in a tent." A Fuck tent, you. a tent. It wasn't because a we tent. gave them a tent. They gave them like a fucking like luxury suite of a hospital room. Yeah, compared to most people, it wasn't prison. No, it, I mean yes, she couldn't leave for twenty one days. Technically, it she, was a prison, but but like, <laughs> it was, but it wasn't prison as in like Rikers Island or some shit. Yeah, um, but still, like twenty one days in a hospital room that is completely yours yes the 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 nurses and everyone else come in and have to wear the suits but that's for the protection of thousands upon thousands of yeah, people in the abused. tri-state she's area not being like we're not there's, whipping no, her. there's no like abuse or horrible condition she's under my wi-fi doesn't work no. her basic human rights are being violated which was such bullshit that's bullshit such bullshit so let's have the chance of potentially Killing or getting infecting others infecting hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people because you don't want to sit in a fucking room just to be days. safe. And she should know better. It just because she says I don't, I'm not displaying any symptoms, bitch. How long does it take? It's a 21, 21 day, 21 day incubation period. For you, to, what happens in that incubation oh period is for 20. If, if you have Ebola, if you have any disease for that matter. Certain diseases have different incubation periods. And what that is, is the virus will go around your body and find cells and infect cells. And turn those cells into virus-producing factories. And and that's what it does. It just replicates itself over and over and over and over again inside your body. After the 21 days, in Ebola's case, that's when you start displaying the symptoms because your body has become so, so overloaded with the negative cells, the virus's yeah. cells. <clears throat> Other viruses, like what's what's another good one that can spread? <laughs> another good one. Well, I'm just Not well, just just for incubation purposes, like that mumps. goes mumps. There you go. Twenty eight days. Twenty eight days. It's doing the same really? thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then after twenty eight days, what do you get? Fucking all the you get mumps. What you physically see mm-hmm. and spread? Chickenpox is like two weeks. You could so, be like I could have chickenpox and not know it and for the fourteen days. By boom, up now I I break out. That makes sense because, like, you know, because um, you hear about people like trying to get their kids chicken pox because they want it out of their system early. So they'll, like, get them, like, they'll be near people. They'll be shingles. near people to put yeah, them so in So great. Now you have shingles ever. later in your life. Yeah. It's the stupidest shit ever. Yeah, shingles can happen at any time after you have the chicken pox, right? Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. 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 Mainly in older life. But yeah, yeah. All, what? You had chicken pox, right? I had chicken pox when I actually when I was 12. Yeah, bordering thirteen. Yeah, it was really bad. So all of us had it. Like so the, old, the older you get, the worse it is. My sister got it when she was eight, and then I got it immediately mm-hmm. after, and it was 
bad. Like yeah. I was covered from head to toe. Yeah, with the little fucking bumps. That yeah. you I looked scratch. myself in the mirror and it looked like I got stung by six thousand bees. Yeah, it was on the bottom. It was on the balls of my feet, on my palms. Taking oatmeal baths. Oh, oatmeal baths. I was covered mm. in calamine. Those looked like fucking powder. Was it in your mouth too? Because you can get it in your mouth. It was close. I had some that were like bordering my lips. I didn't have that. I it never be, got it. it. Yeah, it could be in your mouth. I never got it in my mouth. Um. <laughs> And that's why I, I took Benadryl when that happened, and I was wired. I couldn't sleep at all. I slept the It's not a histamine, though, is it? No. Not not chicken pox. No, you can yeah. just do, like, I had it in sixth grade, and you had to do oatmeal baths and that damn calamine lotion. Yeah. Those, yep. those pink dots all over you. And, that yeah. was, and like, I had it in the beginning of summer, too, which was oh, fucking God. awful. I couldn't be out in the sun for more than, like, God. five minutes. I'd wear one of those big ass hats or be under an umbrella like Michael Jackson or some shit. <laughs> it, it was bad. Like yeah. it, it was the most horrible thing. Like it got it like right after sixth grade ended, and had it into like after Fourth of July. It was so bad. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. And now all of us have shingles in us now. We or at least we have the potential to have the shingles virus reactivate. Yeah. But you can get a vaccine for that. So you. Oh yeah. Try not to get shingles when you're older. And that's scary for something like our parents' age. Like that that could be happening. My uncle's ha- my uncle had it. Yeah. My uncle got shingles. It was horrible. That, I, my grandfather recently had uh, I think it was shingles. Like he had it on the back of his neck and up his arm or was something he had, but I think it might have been shingles. And it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. And he was 80 he's 87 years old. So we were really concerned like holy shit, how serious could this get where and Somebody who hasn't had chickenpox that's exposed to someone with shingles? And like touches the lesions or whatever, they can get chickenpox. Yeah, from shingles. Actually, my mom was really concerned when my sister and I both got it back to back. She's like, "I don't remember if I had chickenpox or not." She right. might have gotten it when she was like three or four, so maybe that's why she didn't remember. But yeah. she's like, "I really hope I already had it." And uh, this, I think she asked my grandmother, and um, I believe she said, "Yeah, I, I think you had it." So it wasn't a definite answer anyway because it was so long ago at that point. But either way, that, that's that's. <clears> so she age. was scared. Like, if you get chicken pox, at like, I guess she was like in her mid thirties at the time. Like, she was terrified that she was yeah. going to get it next. But that's that's the inc- that's what the incubation period is. So for twenty one days regarding Ebola, you don't see shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you start flu symptoms, and then you start bleeding from everywhere. Does it like liquefy your organs or like? No. You- that's just the hype. It's a okay. hemorrhagic virus. In Meaning the you later bleed. stages before you pass away, basically, you start to bleed from everywhere. any orifice, oh, your mouth, orifice. your eyes, your ears, nose. Yeah. So I thought it was just like it's like normal throwing up and shitting, or well, yeah, you have well, to go through all that too. That's the flu symptoms. That's the beginning. Right. Once you get to to the end stage, basically, or so bad, so overrun, that's when you start hemorrhaging from the inside out. Uh. Bleeding from your eyes, everything. Because yeah, somebody told me, oh, that's when your organs like liquefy. That's, and, no, that, that's just that's just hype, dead. and that, that <clears throat> like yeah. it's sad that the media hypes things up like this. I understand why it is, because it is a scary fucking yeah. disease, and, and and it's the symptoms that the precursor symptoms are so Big. everyday things. Oh yeah, there's at least once or twice every other week I like shit my brains out. Yeah, somebody's sneezing over there. What the fuck yeah. are they doing? Like, you look Ebola. at people differently. <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. I so. tease Noel with that all the time. She's, like, paranoid about ne- Ebola. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I kept sneezing with it. I must have Ebola. She goes, stop it. Yeah. So it, it is It is very scary to think about, and especially yeah. after you hear about these people that fucking just come over, like that bitch nurse who just turned around and said, I don't want to live in a tent. Now, she's past the incubation period. Yeah, right? she's cleared. She's fine supposedly. Now, bitch. Which, it's sad to say, but it's almost like I wanted her to get... A bad cold at the end, just to scare the fuck out of her. Yeah, 
You know. Oh, guess what? Not Ebola per se, but like something is you know really bad, like diarrhea or something. Or people yeah. actually said that on the internet that they wished her to get it. Just because she was being so much of a bitch, she, they hoped she did get Ebola. I believe it. Like, it was crazy. We're vindictive assholes on the internet, because yeah. you can hide behind a screen, but... But that's that. That's just the one thing. That's just Ebola, because that's the brand new thing yeah, to cause fucking I, talk about. When I heard about this, I'm like, oh, this is another thing, because I remember, I'm sure both of you do, SARS, back in 2003. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about funny. that, and it was, I guess it was a junior, it's like, there's some respiratory thing going around, so make sure you don't touch anything. And apparently Canada... Was like the hotbed. Toronto was the hotbed for SARS back then. China, right? It started. It started in China, but Toronto had it bad too. Did they? Yeah. Mm. I, I just remember seeing a bunch of Asian people walk around with fucking medical masks on. Oh, I still see. I was in New York this past weekend and I saw that. No, what was crazy was the Ebola scare started, and a week later, I flipped my car. My, I got into a horrible accident with Veronica in the passenger seat, and we flipped, we flipped my Durango. We go to the hospital, because Veronica got hurt. Um, not bad, but we still wanted to check up on everything. So we go to the hospital, we're at the worst fucking hospital ever, and dealing Which one with... Which you guys go to? Community. Uh, yeah, AKA yeah. veterinary hospital. Oh, dude. I'd I re- took, I'd had to take Corey there for his gallbladder surgery. It was like... Uh, but... Okay. You're on your own, Corey. What? <laughs> what yeah, right? What? <laughs> What fu- screwed me, screwed my mind up is we're in there. It's me, her brother, her mother. My parents and my sister had just left and her brother's on again, off again, girlfriend, Dawn. And we're watching, we're just walking the halls. She's upstairs getting a test done. And I look at one of the doors and it says the, you know, whomever is going in there has to use um, special uh Designated stethoscopes. Yeah, designated stethoscopes and has to be in full gear, full hazmat gear. I'm like, holy shit, there's a person with Ebola in here. <laughs> because that's where my mind goes. It yeah. wasn't. It was probably just... Like and they just left the door open. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm looking around and I'm looking at all the workers and some of the people that are coming in, with the, in the emergency room and they're all wearing the masks. Like they were all just in surgery. You know? And it's like, what the fuck's going on here? So, of course, her brother and I are busting each other's balls about how we're going to catch Ebola and everything else. But still, like, that's kind of frightening. Yeah. In all fairness, you're not going to know because, you you know, with the hype and everything, but nor, she probably just had, like, friggin' MRSA or something. Yeah, a like, disease. In her urine or in her nose or some, the usual places. Does she have a specialized stethoscope? All that means... Or is it just, like, a really sick cancer patient, no. maybe? Or... The designated stethoscope bullshit on the sign means go get the cheap $5 stethoscope that the hospital provides, put it in the room, and leave it there. And that's the only one you use on her. Don't use your personal one. That's all it means. So they don't tra- transmit this disease yeah, to other don't people. Use your what own. is MRSA? Explain that, because I'm pretty sure Jack is, does not know. Oh, I can't say the whole... It's like methylene resistance. No, no, no. I don't care what it What does it do? Just... What, what is it? It's a fucking another virus. That does... It's basically very strong and it's resistant to, like, almost every antibiotic. And it just gives you basically, like, cellulitis, which is a nasty abscess. Like, I see it every day at work. I pop tons of abscesses on kids every day. Uh. No, fuck that. It's fun. I love doing it. The bigger, the better. (laughs) I hit one one day. I was so proud of myself. Wasn't that dangerous, though? You're like, you're popping this shit, and there's, like, shit flying out of it. Dude, this is the best part. The pus came out. I fucking hit the wall across the room. I was like, (laughs) school. It was so awesome. I love it. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is my wife. (laughs) Yeah. 
I'm just thinking of my dad because he's just the biggest pussy when it comes to like. Is he a hypochondriac? Be like, right there. On the floor. <laughs> oh, dude, fuck that. Fucking Mr. DeFranco. Yeah. Mr. Gun Toting DeFranco yeah. is a pussy when it comes to medical, medical shit. shit. He wanted to be a skin doctor when he was like. A dermatologist. Ew. Yeah. He told me, like, I, I went to school for dermatology, and I, I lasted a quarter of a semester, and I fucking... Le- he's like, I left. Like, you can't watch Jaws. Skin stuff When When the fucking though. leg floats to the bottom of the ocean, you're going to be a skin doctor? What are you going to do? Like, you have to touch people's skin. Like, Jesus Christ, I can't look at this. What the fuck is on your leg? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, like, you wanted to be a doctor. My family teases him about it all the time. Like, you want to be a doctor? You can't even look at a... Like, you know... You can't look at a raw chicken sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that looks disgusting. Yeah, and you would have been a skin doctor. Ugh. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's that's fucking weird. Uh, yeah, that was a quarter of a semester for my father. And he's like, I gotta do accounting. I mean, my fa- my, all of my uncles don't like needles, but that's pretty much I fucking hate needles. To this day, I hate needles. Yeah? yeah? I, I hate them. No, no, I just don't like... I just brace myself, like... As bad as I was when I was a kid. One time when I was a kid, I flinched when I had a needle in my arm, and that was the dumbest thing I've ever done. Because it hurt like a bitch afterwards. Yeah, nothing broke, thank God. I was just like, oh my God. Like, it just hurt. But I, I just hate needles. I always brace myself. Even, like, at work, we get, like, the yearly health screenings, and they have to prick my finger. I'm just like, just do it. Like, I hate it. I just fucking hate the idea of a, of a, of a, a, a needle going into my skin. I don't get it. So I would never do heroin, ever. <laughs> Ever, ever, because, like, that's, well, that's part of the deal. Nope. That's good to know, Jack. Yeah. Very proud of you. It's fucking, dis- it, I just, uh, I hate needles. Like, I always imagine them, like, they're these big, giant, like, poles that they're going to stick in your arm, but they're really, like, these little, like, a needle, a needle thin yeah, yeah. thing. I just hate it. I just, just do it. You know what I hate? Being a nurse, I could take a lot of nasty shit. Like, so you could throw up on the floor, throw up on me. It's fine. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I'll clean it up. I'll clean up somebody else's puke. That's fine. Phlegm, all that shit. That's fine, all the flu- all the fluids. But if an adult has some kind of, like, shit attack, like diarrhea, attack. nasty, <laughs> and it smells like death warmed like, Almost over, like Ryan does when he comes home. I can't take it. I can't take it. I literally dropped a patient one day, like, with my, with my instructor because... I couldn't. I couldn't take this. There's like, poop. Nope. Ew. No. No. Hit no. My face. What was it? It was. It, there was something wrong. What's it called? I, I don't know. He had to have like C diff, which was C diff, which everybody C- has in them right now. You have it. I have it. He what has is it. C diff? It's a normal bacteria that lives in your body. Like bile. Bile's not a bacteria. Oh no, that's right. Bile isn't. I'm an so idiot. a normal bacteria that lives copacetically in your gut, but when you take too much antibiotics. That's when you kill off all the normal flora and hear C. diff sitting in the background going, fuck yeah, So guys. you just open the cage to C. diff. Oh, yeah. It's and like, it just... here we go, party. And then your ass is party town in the worst way. Okay? And the smell that is... It's like the jail that it breaks out of. <laughs> ass <is> jail. <laughs> the worst smell on the planet. There's nothing worse than the smell of It's like if you think of a factory, and there's this one ingredient that you only have like two grams of every time, and then all of a sudden all the rest of them jam, but some for some reason the two gram one gets opened up to seven grams. It's like, what? <laughs> and imagine it stinking, the worst stink See, ever. I mean, working in retail, I've seen shit too. Oh, Literally. So, yeah. <laughs> I've seen shit that. that will turn you white. <laughs> it, you know, people shit on the floors. I saw somebody shit on the back wall of a women's bathroom oh before. <laughs> like, it was covered. I'd my boss like, came in and was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Like, what did you just aim wrong? Uh, but I've seen it all. And that 
like any smell like that, but vomit grosses me out more than anything. I hate vomit that doesn't smell. Uh, the feeling no, and like, it oh, it, it fucking smells. Somebody threw up in the carpet at the store I work at one time, and I had to help scrub it out. And it was I almost added to the collection. You it ever was on smell the floor. vomit after somebody had oatmeal in it with like? With like eggs and shit. How do you know like, though? Like, tons. Of, oh, you can see it. You <laughs> how do you like, know? Oh, oh, it's vomit, oh, Jack. Oh, oh. You know. No, but how do you know there's fucking oatmeal and eggs in their fucking you diet? You can tell because I've been in the room. That's Quaker oats. I mean, I can only tell some people maybe the Chinese food. Like it's just oh, here comes some fun. Oh, it's in the shape of low main still. I've been in the room and a kid will turn around and you just go fucking exorcist and shit. And I look down. <laughs> I watched that happen once. I'm like, at okay. my job. I turn I'm like, all right. The parents like, oh, my God. Well, I was like, whatever. I reach in the cabinet. I get out these gowns that we keep and, like, throw it on the floor. And as I'm cleaning it up, mom's, like, apologize and clean up the kid. I'm like, oh, what would you have for breakfast? Did you eat eggs? I'm like, yeah, see it. I'm uh, just like, whatever. It doesn't uh, bother me. Disgusting. It doesn't bother me. Oh, I fucking but if you shit and it comes near me, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't you should have put it back in your colon. <laughs> I can't do it. Is there like a trail of shit? Like you were telling a story about like you picked the person up one day and just bile just fell out of them. No, what or? happened was like I was helping another student clean up a patient with my instructor, and the, it's really fucked up. And the person just had spinal surgery, so they were wearing this like brace that's like this very hard brace around their whole torso. Yeah. So we had to roll like log roll him, meaning like to keep him as a unit. Yeah. So my teacher and me are on one side and we're talking to him and he's facing us. The other student's just wiping away and he just keeps coming. And I was like, okay, just find a happy place. So I looked up <laughs> towards the ceiling and I'm trying to lean my face towards the door because there's circulation. And I'm like, don't let it, don't think about it. Just don't think about it. And I got <laughs> oh my, my face up and all of a sudden it like wafted up and literally uh... my my gag couldn't even stop. I fucking like hold held it for a second. It hit me again, and I literally I dropped him. I dropped him, a part of the unit like as a body, like <laughs> half of his body went one way. <laughs> I ran out, and I had to hold on to the wall, and I'm just gagging, shoving like Lysol up my nose uh... to try to make the smell go away. And my teacher, I thought I was in so giggling. much trouble. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. She's like, it's okay. Uh, it's okay. And I'm like, oh my god. Really? Gosh. I just rebroke his spine. Are you sure? <laughs> She's laughing. I'm like, I'm going to fail. Nope. Never mind. She thinks it's great. Okay. No, you've passed. I really would hope so. It just snapped it in. I, could, I can't even imagine that smell because I get like, smells bother me. Like something, you know, we, we walk Roxy in the morning. We have to pick up her shit because we live in an apartment complex. Yeah. And sometimes she takes a really nasty dump. You're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh. You know, I can't even imagine. What Veronica went through to make her gag like that. Nope. Yeah. Nope. 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 I mean, there's times where, you know, I gag a little bit. Like if you go to the bathroom, because Corey doesn't have a gallbladder anymore, and you go to the bathroom after him, Ryan will attest to this. Where you're, there, you're just like, Jesus Christ. And you ha- but you have to My shit. Coworkers. You have to shit. And it's right after Corey. And you're just like, all right, let him go because he doesn't have a gallbladder. But you have to go after him. And you're just like in the bathroom dying, dying. in a shit sauna. <laughs> Like, Ryan and I will be both, like, not at the same time, but we'll both, like, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll go and one of us will go and have to, and Ryan just makes it, he's like, ah, ah, because she's a fucking drama queen. Yeah. <laughs> My coworker. I just wait 15 minutes, I can hold it. Right? <laughs> Open the window. I'm or just something. like I can hold it for another 15, 20 minutes, and Corey just uh, I enjoy the smell. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need a fan in your bathroom. Oh. 
Um, my co-worker made me gag with his sh- scent, his shitress. <laughs> shitress. <laughs> but the best story he had was he went, he had a, he had Buffalo Wild Wings and they, he had to stop, <laughs> he had to stop with his wife and they had to stop at Kmart because he couldn't hold it anymore. So he That'll do it too. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been in Kmart recently? I have. Oh, oh my so God. So they go to Kmart and apparently the bathroom is smaller than my kitchen. And he's in the stall letting it all rip out. Like, he's even going, oh, God, this is bad. There's a blue light special right here. (laughs) Oh, my God. So he's letting it rip. And then all of a sudden he hears the door open. And he's like, oh, God. And the guy, whoever it is, the guy walks in, goes, and walks out. (laughs) And then somebody else comes in. And they're like, oh, God. Oh, God. But he stays in there. And they start kicking the stall. Oh, my God. <laughs> Giggling his ass off. Uh, of course he was. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. <sighs> so, yeah. That, that's that, that that's MRSA. So <laughs> and, and C. diff. Ew. Ugh. Now, seeing as though uh, we've announced it on the website, Veronica and I are now officially going to be parents. Woohoo! Yeah. Um, if you if you haven't noticed yet, you, you go to our Facebook fan page. Chris made a great meme. It says these two are going to be parents. Which everybody fucking loves. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was sad. Oh it was the most liked thing on our page. Yeah. <laughs> funnily enough, you and my sister are due around the same time. Did you say funnily enough? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I know that, that that's Chris's fault. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So you and my sister are going to both have kids within like two weeks of each other. Aww. So. There's a lot of May babies coming. Yeah, yep. that, that'd be the third person I know of that's going to have That's like the fourth baby. person yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, we don't know gender yet. It's it's just a little gremlin right now uh, growing inside of her. But what... <laughs> well, that's, that's what everyone... All my... The girls I know on Facebook were pregnant at one point for the last three months. Some oh, yeah. Somehow. I'm, I'm in the engagement marriage part That's, of my Facebook page okay. right now. <laughs> Your timeline. No, two of Noelle's friends just got engaged recently, and she's the maid of honor for one of them. Okay. So my feed is just all engaged, married, this and that. I'm like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I get all the pregnancy feeds. I want to go back to college and... years when you didn't worry about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we got all the pregnancy feeds, and... um one girl's calling her her baby a nugget. The other one's calling her a little <laughs> this. So I like, am not a nugget. <laughs> <laughs> so the next thing, I'm like, fuck that. It's my gremlin. Um, I hate when people call it it. Well, I, don't I don't know the gender yet, so I'm going to refer to it as it. I don't it, like that, though. It doesn't have a gender yet. We don't know. Yeah. So I'm not going to call it Just call it the baby. You know what it's going to turn it. into. It's an it right now. Yeah. There's It's genderless. Yeah, technically, it's not genderless. Technically, there is something there. Or technically, not there. it's a female. Technically, it's a female. Everything's a female until uh, the the ovaries drop and become testicles. No, no, but legitimately, for real, right now, gender is determined already. It is. It's. It was there like two weeks ago, three okay. weeks ago. Well, you just can't see it because I, I don't know. A gremlin sounds better than gremlin than an it so, though. The, the, like the, an it the, just sounds like you're having what an it. I'm having Pennywise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, kill me now. <laughs> I, I don't want to live in this world if that happens. <laughs> so, uh, so this whole new world has opened up to me um, because this is the first time I ever went with Veronica to her OB, her OBGYN. Now, w- which at first it was creepy as fuck because I'm the only guy in the room. With a bunch of girls. Really? Yeah. It's an, it's an OBGYN. Why the no, fuck I, is it? Oh, I, I thought other people's husbands would go with them. No. No. It's just a bunch of fucking women there. For all kinds of... Whether you're pregnant or if you're you're 
doing this, that, the other, ovarian cancer, all kinds of women-only problems. So, what do you got? <laughs> it's, I'm here with her. I should just wear a sign like, I'm here with her. Stop staring at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a man. <laughs> yeah, right? It's a man. Yeah. <laughs> That's the umbilical cord. Yeah. <laughs> so, we go to the OBGYN. I meet Dr. Molina, who is a short Hispanic man with a Texas accent. <laughs> Which is, and he's the, he's got the most calm demeanor ever. He's like, oh, is this planned? Good for you. Congratulations. That's like, all right. Congratulations. <laughs> with his southern Texas accent. Um, We get over, uh, uh, just basic questions. What is going to happen? This, that, and the other thing. And then, was it a month later we meet the Beast? Oh, God. Yeah, like a month later. No, it was two weeks. Two weeks. I did not know it, but apparently there are still there's still the profession of a midwife. Mm. I didn't know that term or profession still existed. I thought that was just something I heard of in, middle, in the Middle Ages. No, it's still around. Yeah, uh, apparently so, <laughs> because we're going to the midwife. We've been going to the midwife for the last two visits, and they actually we we want the midwife to be the first one there because they'll actually talk to Veronica as opposed to Doctor Molina or any other OBGYN for that matter who just wants to show up for the actual birth. That's okay. it. So it's like your 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 pregnancy coach. Essentially, yeah. if you want to think of it like that, yeah. and we go to the first meeting with. I don't know if she's a doctor or what. Um, what is what is the her? Beast? Yeah, Adrian. She was. She was. First uh, of all, why, why is she the beast? <laughs> let's 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 clear this. Uh, no, you'll learn. I'll let Veronica even tell you the story. So we go there, and we have, we have it's a physical meeting. Like we don't go to an examination room. We go to a little office, and we're it's face to face, face to face with the, the midwife. Going through all these things. Was it planned? Yes. This is that. This, this, and this, this. The big, the big scare for us at first was cystic fibrosis, which is a horrible disease where it, it's a death sentence. It, it essentially, yeah, it's tragic. It is. And, like, and there's all kinds of forms and, and like what your kid will look like and how long they'll live, but it, it's essentially a death sentence. It's, it's bad. And we know some, someone that has two kids, yeah. two kids that have it. Unfortunately, yeah. So, Veronica is a carrier for this. So, immediately, they're like, the doctor's are like, we need to get his blood test. Out of like family history or just because... Family history. It, it, it's a family history oh, thing. It, it has to be. It's thing. passed down. Um, which means both of her parents were positive for this. No, and somebody she, was. One person. One parent. I thought both parents had to be positive. No, both give you the disease more than likely okay be a carrier someone has to have it or or both people have to be a carrier it's it's fucked up it's, it's either way it's retarded. someone in her family had it she now is a carrier of it i am not thank god so again 50 50 chance or yeah it, it's kind of a, it's kind of a 50 50 chance and then even if both of us were carriers there's a one in four chance that the child actually gets infected with the with cystic fibrosis, there's a there's a 25 percent chance that the kid uh, doesn't have it, a 50 percent chance that they become a, a carrier, a 25 percent chance that they actually have right. 25 that they don't have anything. 25 that they become a carrier. 25 that they actually have the disease, and then 50 percent. That doesn't make, that doesn't add up. Whatever the 50 percent that the kid is just a carrier. Twenty-five percent that they have nothing, 
and 25% that they have Yeah, the they're going to get the disease yeah. upon birth. So even then, it's still kind of a small chance whether or not the kid actually gets the disease. Yeah. But I'm not a carrier, so we didn't have to worry about that. Then all of a sudden, the doctors, the midwife's like, yeah, we have to worry about Down syndrome. She's like, does anyone in your family have a history of mental retardation? And I giggled. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> and this midwife doesn't have a sense of humor. She was Van Damme. She was fucking Van Damme the entire time. She was a rope. <laughs> she was a fucking robot. With not Rob fucking... Van Damme. No. Hey, man, <laughs> smoke a blunt. <laughs> no, not that kind. I'm talking serious right. fucking stone face killer look the entire time. <laughs> and it, 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 it's it's unfortunate because I'm not that guy. I want to laugh at situations. Yeah. So what does this asshole do? Oh, she God. turns around and goes, "Do you feel um, fear in your own house? Do you are you beaten?" Andrew goes, "Yeah, I beat her every day." I looked at him. I was like, "I will fucking kill you." <laughs> she does not think this is funny. I look at her with a nervous look, and I'm like, "He's joking." She literally nothing. No, no, nothing no reaction whatsoever. Like, oh my god. Wow. So we go through all this, and I find out that there's. Um, there's Down syndrome, which is the least of my concerns, apparently. And there's t- what's what's the other one called? Like trisomy 18 and 13. Trisomy 18 and 13, which apparently the baby doesn't live past the first day or week. It may not even make it <laughs> they, out. I heard about something like that recently. There was a big news story about some girl who gave birth. Was, I'm sure you probably heard oh, about the it. Ancestry? That baby Shane. Yeah, that baby didn't have was born without a brain. What? Oh, it had encephaly. Oh. All right, because this is some genetic disorder, and the kid died within like six hours or yeah, something. Yeah, because right? he didn't have a brain. He was born. How with... does that happen? It's just a, it's a, a birth defect. <laughs> so yeah, so the doctors, the midwife is saying that you know the, this is the possibilities. She has Veronica would have to go for more blood tests to prove that she won't get these things. But if there is the chance of the baby having these two things, would you want to terminate the pregnancy? Big question. Yeah. Which, and it's so bad because she has to be so vague and so generic with the entire thing about, you know, we're not going to force you anything. We understand if you have religious rights. And, like, goes through this entire fucking. Oh, of course. CYA. You have to. But it's like, I'm sorry. If my baby isn't going to survive an hour outside of the womb, no. And, yeah, why put your, you know, why Why, put you at risk for giving birth to the baby? Yeah, I mean. And I've I've seen in person one of those actual anomalies in my office and I walked into the room and I'll never forget it. I didn't know what was going on. I just go in and take a complaint. What's wrong today? Why are we here today? I look at the baby on the table and the baby was no lie a reddish purple. And I was like, don't don't bring attention to it. Just keep it professional. I walked out and I'm like, what the fuck is going on in that room? And then I found out that the kid had, like, trisomy 18 or something. And then the doctor Jeez. told me that the prognosis is really bad. The baby's not going to live much longer. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is That's terrible. Awful. So yeah. I'm like, it, it goes back to that age-old debate. It's like, yeah, I don't believe in abortion when they're using it as a form of birth control. But in this yeah, case, it's yes. totally, yeah. But in, in a humane way of, like, saving another, the carrier's life. It's not even so much the carrier's life that that's, that that child. Well, I mean, you can always have... put the car- the mother at risk. The, oh, the mother, you know, giving birth to a baby that might have something. Yeah. God forbid, could do something to her. Uh, somebody I know recently, somebody I work with recently, said that they knew someone who knew someone who passed away through birth uh, for giving birth to a child recently. So I, I don't know how I don't know how rare that is nowadays, especially with medical. Very rare. I mean, it's just, it's a horrible thing to think. Like, you're putting your own life at risk when you're giving birth to a child. Mm-hmm. One of, I mean, um, one thing I, I don't think I've ever discussed on the show is my, my niece has 
it's similar. She has developmental issues where she's over the age of two now. She still can't sit up. She still can't put her head like she can't. Her muscles haven't. Her developed. muscles. She has. What's happened is they did some. They she, she went to all these doctors. They went to this. Actually, my sister and her husband went to a genetics test recently to wow. find out what exactly where exactly things went wrong. Okay. It's going to take like four to six months to figure out. But they've been to other places. My niece has either diminished gray matter or like minimal gray matter in her brain where she can't or her all her muscle memory and her personality comes from. So she's essentially just like she can't sit up like she's they have therapy every day for her. So but she can't stand. She can't walk like does she talk? Does she no, she is not like she it's sad in some ways. It's almost like she's almost like a living doll because she, she her organs and everything are healthy. But her brain capacity is just she has no – may not ever develop a personality. She may not ever walk. She may not ever have like – her arms are uh, – obviously people who listen can't do this. Her arms are in a position where if you keep your arm in like almost like, like a, a chicken, mantis, like a chicken wing, like something like yeah. that. Her arms are always in that kind of position. And her eyes a little like will go out and trail off a little bit, like cross-eyed. And it's, Does she it's, make any noises? She makes noises. She, she like makes like little like – you know, like, nah, like, you know, that kind of stuff. But it's just, it's sad, though, because yeah, really... I don't know what, I mean, my sister said she's making some headway with therapy. I heard recently she could try to push up and stand up on her own a little bit, but she'll fall down. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if anything's ever going to come out of, like, her just, no. but they can't tell exactly. Like, they went to doctors and, like, she's fine. She's perfectly healthy. But the problem is she's not going to walk. She's not going to probably crawl. She might have to be in a wheelchair. I mean, and my sister... Who's pregnant again? The baby's dead. She's thirty pounds. She eats and she shits like a normal baby kid would, but she's dead weight. She's thirty. Right. Yeah, she's thirty pounds. My mom tried to pick her up, and the problem is she locks up. Like you pick her up, and her like her body. Yeah, yeah. Like, she goes rigid. Up. Yeah, yeah. And it's very hard. Like, I I don't like. I can't pick her up. I can't do any of that. I don't want to because I'm scared to death that she might like lock up like that. And you'll drop her. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really weird. It's all I don't and like I don't know what it is though. Like they ruled out like a, a birth like a defect like a problem or complication during birth. They ruled out um all I guess uh what I'm trying to think. Uh Downs obviously. She doesn't have she doesn't have Down syndrome. It's down, um, Downs autism. A, they ruled out oh, autism. Okay. They ruled out um all these things they say she's yeah, autism would have nothing to do with her muscles, healthy, but like she that. doesn't have like her gray matter is diminished or there's little to nothing there. That's really weird. So like where you can or your muscle memory comes from. Uh huh. So she can't like she stands up, she falls down on her butt, but it's just like it, she can't lift things up, pick things up. It, it she's dead weight. Like That's she really... can't, and I don't know how. Like we don't know exactly what happened, but mm-hmm. I mean. I hope the chances of it are like because now my sister's pregnant again. Hopefully, nothing of that nature happens with the second child, right? But like, I mean, what do you do? Because she's going to be. I mean, my sister is essentially just a stay-at-home mom now, just to take care of the baby. Because that's you know, well, that's what you got to do. Yeah, it, the comp- it, it, it. She had to forfeit her job and be like, I have to stay home and help my daughter. I mean, this is going to probably be the rest of her life. We don't know. Like, maybe yeah. she's making some sort of headway in, in therapy, but. I don't know if she'll ever be like a normal functioning member of society. Yeah, it's it's scary. I mean, they might yeah. have to make when they're older make provisions for her. Yeah, and I mean, and they have more kids. My sister wants a big family, oh, but this is going to be like this is her alone is a full time job. 
And I, I don't know how it's going to work. I mean, I wish them all the best of luck in the world, but I just, I, I don't know exactly what that condition is where my niece is just, I hate to be, sound crude like I normally am, but she's like a living doll. She eats, she poops, she sleeps, she sleeps a lot, like, during the day, and she just is there for, you know, we have people daughter. to care for her. It's, yeah, it's like we have a daughter. There it is. Yeah. Like, it was sad because we were at a birthday party and her older cousin is a year, I guess a year older than her. And there's all these other kids who were like 10, seven months, 10 months who just learning to walk and crawl and just happy and like, and she's just, and she's just there and she just like stares blankly. She doesn't even like make a sound. She just looks like she's just staring because apparently like her, like she's like, she's not cognizant of things like where she, like, say if I'm looking at this little, like this object right in front of me. Yeah. I, you know, my brain registers it, whatever it is, it's, you know, it's there. I know it. Like, I yes. can, you know, my sense is spatial. And yeah, everything there. right then and there, I know what this is. Hers, like, the moment takes so long for her to process that by the time she gets it, that moment's gone. So I don't know how the fuck that is. Like, I don't know exactly, like... Because you can't think of that. Yeah, you it can't, like, put, you. like, you can't look at this object and be like, oh, that's a pole. She just looks at it and, you know... It's a half just, hour later or whatever... And it's just like the moment's gone. And she makes these little weird twitches in her face too. Like sometimes where it's just like, it looks like she's in kind of like a little bit of pain. I, I don't know what it is. Like she makes like, and the doctors are like, well, but maybe they're little, like they've said, maybe they're little seizures, but they don't know. Like, it's just like, she it's makes this little like, weird, like little, like, it's like all guesswork and white yeah. coats. They don't know. Like they don't know. They say she's perfectly healthy, but clearly there's a developmental issue where she might not ever be a functioning member of society. And that's it's fucking really, heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. That's really that's yeah. really unfortunate. I feel yeah. sorry for your sister and her husband. I mean, she, my, to my sister's credit, I mean, my sister doesn't let it get the best of her. She wants to Good. give her as normal of a life as possible. She took her to the zoo. She takes her places. She takes her shopping. She dresses her up. She you does know. she grab your finger or anything when you like try to interact? At with one her? time, my mom had her was holding her like you know like how you would hold a baby like when you're gonna burp them. Yeah, and I put my finger out just for like you know to pl- and this was early on that yeah. we started noticing like she was like seven months old at this point. She did grab my finger like she didn't grab it and like hold it tight. Grab. But she just like the little little fingers like grasped my finger could uh-huh. feel it and just and i thought she was staring at me the entire time she was staring in my direction but she was just kind of like in a daze not processing mm-hmm. that probably i was there apparently she has made progress though in some ways cuz my sister and her husband spent so much time with her you know obviously and she's starting to recognize my sister and my, as mom, yeah, as you know, that, as mom and that, dad. That's so still sad that, that it is, took, but it's uh, two she's years. Two, she's two years, three months old. That it I mean, that she might be realize. in diapers for like, you yeah. Know, I mean, she might not be able to go to the bathroom, and it's just it breaks everybody in my family's heart because we go over there and we have such a nice time with everybody. And my dad said that the last time we went to her second birthday, he we drove home him and his girlfriend and myself went in one car. And he's like, yeah, this is, you know, I don't know what's wrong, but, you know, it's just so heartbreaking. And it's just like, I don't know what exactly is, you know, like, why yeah. why is it like this? It, it, you don't have an answer. And that's the thing. No, that, no, like, no one does. Like, it's, it, sad it's sad. And my sister tries her best and is an amazing mother. My My brother-in-law is an amazing father. And they do so much. But it's just like, it's just so sad. It's like, what's going to, you know, she ever what's going to come of it? Yeah. Is she ever going to have a normal life where she's not in a wheelchair? I mean, they're going to have to, like, proof the house for her. They're going to have to make provisions, like, get a ramp up because they have steps up the house. They're going to have to install a ramp. They're going to have to get vehicles that are you know, handicap accessible. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, stuff for her room and food. I don't know how this is going to work. I mean, maybe there'll be and it's some. It's not even sort your kid. Pro- yeah, I know. Maybe there'll be some sort of progress made, but she doesn't have any gray matter. That's not going to matter, though. No, no, she's going to she, be. It's going to be. Like, I don't want to say vegetable because vegetable means they don't do anything no, at all. Like, like but... I said, the analogy: a living doll eats, yeah. poops, sleeps. You know, you can dress her up and play with her, but she's just and she's a living make uh, make sounds. She's alive. But she's not going to notice anything. She's not going to yeah. have a personality. She's not going to have things that are going to make her Gracie. It, it's sad. That is really sad. So, Man, that's that's more things that just kind of. I mean, I don't know me what it is. Like, birth. what could have happened? My sister thought it was something during the birth. Like, I don't know. Like, no, there's no way to that, tell. But they got that test, and they're going to find out what exactly happened where. Yeah. Where the wires got crossed, and she isn't. A normal, a normal functioning child in society. Yeah. So. So there's just more things to frighten me with. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean to frighten both of <laughs> you, please. Uh, I mean, she's. It's funny because like, uh, we go to we talk to the midwife and we actually had a different. Well, let me finish the story in the first midwife. So we have this entire discussion with her and talk about the the 13 and 18 and Down syndrome and all this other thing. She's like, okay, I want you to go into the exam room. We're gonna do a Pap smear, and I, I say that all the time. <laughs> Schmear. Pap smear. He's Jewish. I am. And so Veronica's in there and she's getting into the gown and she's like, Should I take my bra off? I'm like, Why? What, what's the big deal? It's like, there's a, I've seen them before. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I don't know if they want to do a breast exam. I'm like, I don't know. Ask her when she comes in. So the midwife comes in. She goes, You know, do you want me to take my bra off? Do you want to do a breast exam? She's like, Yes, please. All right. So Veronica starts to get unchanged, you know, get undressed in front of me, and the midwife holds up the gown in front of her. And I'm, I look at the midwife, and I look at Veronica and go, there's a reason I married her. Yeah. <laughs> stone face, right? Just fucking stone face. Come on! Not give even me something, a fucking giggle. Nothing. I'm like, really, woman? <laughs> Come on! Give me something. The other thing that really weirded me out with this entire OBGYN process is the very first time we went, um, when we turned around and said, you know, we'd like to make sure that everything's going good and that she is pregnant. Um, we go in for the first ultrasound, which at this point, the baby is the size of like a like, raisin. Yeah. A, a grapefruit or something like a grape, actually. A, a grapefruit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Grapefruit. Listen to me. Yes. A grape. <laughs> so it's tiny. There's no, nothing showing, whatever, but it's, it's there. So we go in, we go into the ultrasound and she tries to do what people traditionally associate with an ultrasound like oh belly out you know do the the sonogram thing like that yeah doesn't work the baby's too small so we have to do transvaginal which means this nurse sticks a pole sticks a pole up my wife's hoo-ha and i get to sit in the corner and go this isn't even hot (laughs) i've watched enough porn in my life and this is not hot at all (laughs) you know like that transvaginal porn I like to see Russian women on the ninety-six terabytes. <laughs> God damn it! That was that was the most. That was so weird. And then hearing the heartbeat because the heartbeat doesn't beat like ours. It's very fast. It, it's it's double our heartbeat because a baby's heart isn't like our heart has four chambers, four ventricles. All right, a baby's heart has two, and there's a big hole in between it. So it beats twice as fast as ours. And then once it comes out, when the doctor slaps it, that hole seals. They still do the slapping? No. No. <laughs> it's at the, when the baby puts does the first cry at birth, that's when the hole between the two top atriums, 
magically like just fuses and closes and that's it. Oh, because I didn't cry when I came out. Apparently, <laughs> maybe, oh, really? heart, maybe I have a hole in my heart. Why I'm so terrible to people? <laughs> <laughs> we figured it out. Maybe that's why. We <laughs> figured out this late in the game. So Veronica gets undressed, and then I'll let Veronica <laughs> explain why we call her the Beast. I asked this bitch. <laughs> this bitch. I asked her. Can you just be nice if you're going to check my my boobs because they hurt like a bitch right now? You should know this. Yes. I, I haven't even been and able then, to brush against her. Then, oh yeah, sure, no problem. And then, literally, if my fucking chest was like bongos and this was like Woodstock and <laughs> fucking... We were all tripping on acid and she was trying to kill a fucking spider on my fucking chest. <laughs> Along with, like, fucking, you know, Dude, it, looked like you need, it looked like she was kneading bread. She's a fucking beast. I was like, never again. Fuck this bitch. She was, she, she was like, punching little, bags. Yeah, it was, like, really, it's unnecessary. I'm sitting there, and I'm watching her, and now I, I've seen the, the, the physical breast exam before, so I realized I'm what sure you haven't, Mr. 96 terabytes of porn. <laughs> So I realized what they what a woman has to do to to touch herself to find the lumps. Yeah. And this midwife was like, ah! <laughs> breast <laughs> exam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm just sitting there, just like, oh my god, is this because I was making jokes? Yeah. <laughs> now you what? No. Now you <laughs> testicle exam. What? No. What? <laughs> it doesn't stretch. It doesn't stretch. You can't. You can't crush those like that. Yeah, she she was she was aggressive. Yeah. So then we went we went back uh, about. A so week what's back. this person's name? So when, in a few years, when Noel and I start to have kids, we avoid this person. Um. So we we go back and we meet this other midwife, and this midwife teaches prenatal yoga, which hmm. I've been telling Veronica since she first announced the pregnancy that she should start doing, because Veronica's diet developed sciatica. Have you ever had sciatica, that Jack? No, but my father's had uh, sciatica. Where, where, it shoots up, where it shoots up your fucking ass? It is the worst. It's no, what, no, my dad's had it in his, like, his sciatic nerve has been bothering his knee. Well, because it goes all the way down. Oh, oh, all right. It goes, it goes all the way No, I haven't, but I know, I know how painful it can be because I've seen my dad. He just stops dead and he just yeah, fucking like, right, freezes. You know, I can't do anything. No, it, it sucks. It sucks a lot. I, I had it for a while. I guess the nerve unpinched itself or I just developed muscle or I don't know what the fuck happened but um it, it, it's it's like lightning goes down the one side of you it, it, and you you just stop whatever you're doing and you you that one leg just freezes and you can't do anything else yeah. Veronica was only getting it in her where were we like right in your ass right in my butt cheek <laughs> enough to right make you stop walking that shit hurts start fucking and it, it does. It sucks. So I asked the midwife, yeah. and she's like, yeah, just do this. Do, do downward dog with your heels turned in. All right. Hear that, Veronica? Guess what Veronica hasn't been doing? Prenatal yoga. You gotta get that DDP yoga. <laughs> That's what you gotta do. You gotta get that DDP yoga. Yo, bro, gotta get the DDP yoga. Bang! <laughs> Self high five. <laughs> So that, and we had a bunch of other questions about how um, apparently Veronica was having pains in her hips because the baby... Now, Jack, when you think of pregnancy, what do you think happens to the fetus? Like, what, what the growing stages, what do you think happens 
noting back to your biology back from high school and oh, possibly I college. Barely passed biology. <laughs> um, it's good to chemistry. Um, I don't know, like, <laughs> the baby grows in the in in the womb, and I, I, the problem is those. I don't know what direction they're facing. Okay, <laughs> see. Like, you're, I'm, you're I'm like thinking, like, I always thought when I was a kid, like the head was here, and then that, you're kind of on the same page I was because right. I always thought that the, once the the egg was fertilized, it came down and attached itself to the u- uterine wall, it attached itself to the uterine wall, and it just kind of grew out from the uterine wall yeah. as a tumor. It doesn't. Apparently, once it becomes a f- full fledged fetus, it's bouncing around in there. Oh, really? Literally. Like, it's playing bonker room inside my wife's fucking uterus. It's like club uterus. Yeah. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. So, like, you feel like a baby kick. That's it's because it's spinning around and moving constantly inside of my wife. Oh, all right. Or the, the female. I, I was thrown off. And actually, a couple of weeks ago, I was thrown off because we Noelle and I saw that movie, Annabelle. Oh, and God. In, and in the movie, so, the, the woman who's pregnant gets stabbed in, like, the lower part of her abdomen. Uh-huh. And I was like, shouldn't the baby be dead? She's like, no, no, no. no. There's like a whole like layering there where the kid would be fine because he got like the person stabbed her like right under the stomach. Yeah. Like on the, like, on the side almost. And I'm yeah. like, well, shouldn't the kid be dead? Like no. the baby be dead? And obviously nothing happened. And it's a movie too. Yeah. But she's like, no, no, no. There's like all, it's like from what her little knowledge was when she was in, because she's in school now and sonogram, you know, as a son- in sonogram course, she's like, no, no, everything's fine. Like, there's a there's unless a layer tra- there unless he dragged the knife across her stomach. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I'm very like, in all honesty, I'll admit this now. I'm very like around pregnant women when they're. Pre- I'm fucking afraid that I'm gonna run into them and like knock them over and kill their kid. That is one of my <laughs> greatest fears. I'm ter- so like so come like babe, March when April you start showing just bump into Jack all well, the time. Like, mo- come come like no already like, showing. I know, but like, <laughs> like come like March April, I'm gonna be like. On the opposite side of the room, because I'd be like terrified. <laughs> I'm going to like kill your. Just bump into I'm going to be clumsy. Because to be like, you killed my baby. This is- I'll be honest. I'm not very graceful in certain things, as you heard in best cast. Like um, Andrew says, I don't stand properly. I'm going to like feel afraid. I'm going to fall over and knock into Veronica Dude. or my sister and kill. Like, yeah, like you know, I'm terrified of this. This is how like not fragile. This is how irrational, I, am. I think. This is how not fragile I am. I walked up behind my coworker, just fucking with her the other day at work, threw my arm around her fucking head, grabbed her arm. I don't know what I did, like a rear naked choke or something, but I fucking almost took her down. And <laughs> now I was is... just fucking around with her. I'm please. You don't have to worry all right, about that. Like, all right. I'm just. It'll be all right. I'm afraid that I'm like going to like. <laughs> don't ask me to like pick up something that's like over 10 pounds. That's nah, not happening. But right. Other than that. Don't worry. Hell yeah. That that's where it's going. Um yeah, that's pretty much it. And I think that's gonna be the uh the front and back of it. Uh, yeah. Medicast. I think so. So uh I hope no other enjoy. diseases out there that are coming. Ebola <laughs> 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 So uh I, I guess on uh that note, this is Andrew. This is Ebola I'm sorry, Veronica. And this is Jack. Make sure you t- make sure you take all the poison out of your bats before you eat them. This is the only podcast that matters. <laughs>